0: If you dare.
4: Champion Sean King on V Sin Prime Time. Hour three
5: of V Prime Time presented by BetMGM. Happy holidays to all, and uh, we'll be hopefully. Oh God, he just grabbed the face mask on a third down. We've
2: gotten more penalties on third down uh, in this game.
5: East Carolina is uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I would put my heads on my my hands on my helmet too. Tried to rip his face mask off. That's Sean King. I'm Tim Murray. He won a bowl game in 1998. We're hoping that East Carolina can say the same here tonight as they take on Coastal Carolina in the Birmingham Bowl. Good job, big fella. That uh, yeah, you, you knew you're in trouble there. You're like ah, oh, there's the flag. All right, let's uh, let's bring in our next guest. He is a part owner of the Chicago slice in professional pickleball look at that grin on his face we've (laughs) talked to you all year you've given us winners we've talked about your you know your beloved giants i haven't seen a smile like that on doug's face even after tulane won the aac we bring up his pickleball franchise and he is grinning like a christmas tree so uh tell us a little bit about the chicago slice
4: being the part owner there all I ever wanted in life was to own a sports franchise. And uh, so, you know, it, we're right behind the bears and the bulls in Chicago, maybe the Blackhawks, but we're getting there, you know? <laughs> so anyway, it's pickleball has been a passion of mine for seven years. I've been laughed at about it and uh, it's getting realer and realer. And, um, you know, we got a pro team and we've got, you know, David justice is involved with me and Heidi plume and, uh, and some Ted tennis legends, Chris Everett. So it's, it's fun. And the owner of the Chicago Cubs actually,
2: so uh, it's pretty cool. We'll see what happens. We got to give out, like, a slice of pizza to, like, the first 10 people at all the events, you know, for a slice win. I mean, come up with something. We're going to think about it. We don't it. have those brainstorm. kind of budgets yet.
5: You know, <laughs> all, all we ask for, Doug, is when the day comes that you have the budget for T-shirts. Just to send a couple here, we will gladly represent the chicago slice on V prime time
4: i gotta be honest i'm bummed because they they told me they were going to send me some merch which i have not seen yet i'm not even sure if we have an official logo but uh, i was hoping to have it for this show to, to wear it but not yet
5: all right well we uh we're excited for you that is awesome uh I was just reading the uh reading the article there um i, I want to get to another thing we're gonna get to games here in just a moment so we had you on, what was it, two weeks ago? Yep. We were talking about your interview on your podcast. Once again, Victory, the podcast. Make sure to check it out if you're an Entourage fan. It's it's great stuff. Doug, uh, E, Kevin Conley, uh, the main... Di- I, I guess, you know, drama's there, too. He's, he's re-emerged, right? He was gone for a little bit. He's... Yeah. he's Kevin Dillon's back, so, you know. He's
4: one out of three episodes he shows <laughs> up.
5: <yeah. laughs> uh, but you guys were all there to talk about Gronk, and I love the interview. You're talking about his appearance uh, in entourage the movie but then I, it's interesting doug because he was pretty adamant i'm not playing i'm at peace you know and then the other day on december 21st i don't know if he was just trying to get people fired up he goes i'm kind of bored and then put out an emoji and just dot 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 w- what's your guy gronk doing is he just
4: trying to troll people because he was adamant on your podcast he wanted to play this year my belief, based on what he said, which he looked me in the face and said, there is no shot I am playing football this year, Is I believe he's trying to get a contract with the Chicago Slice because he's
0: playing a lot of football. <laughs> That's my belief. I could
2: be wrong, but we would maybe offer that. And see, I'm over here. I have this big conspiracy theory that his homeboy Brady texts him and say, hey, do something to distract. So he, like, <laughs> he sends his tweet out so people can get off of Brady's back. You know,
4: we talked a couple of weeks ago when Brady came back in the last one, there's no reason to be on Brady's back. I don't care how he gets into the playoffs. He's had two wins that, you know, Sean, you've had a couple like this. Every one of us dreams about having one moment in our life that is this good. And he's had two since everyone buried him for the fiftieth time. So they're going to get into the playoffs and I wouldn't want to face him because They're definitely not a good team, but he still can do things that, you know, are magical. So I would not want to be the team that plays him in the first round.
2: I agree. They're going to get in. It's going to be interesting. They've already beaten Dallas once this year. It looks like they're going to get a chance to beat them twice. But speaking of getting into the playoffs, Giants scintillating game back and forth. Unfortunately, Minnesota had the ball last. They kick a 61-yard field goal (laughs) to walk off. But I thought it was still an impressive performance by Brian Dayball and his New York Giants. Do the Giants ultimately make the playoffs?
4: Yeah, now I, now I do feel confident they're going to make the playoffs. That game was what we've been talking about all year. It wasn't just that the Vikings got the ball last. Giants dropped an easy first down when they were ahead in the fourth quarter, and I think that would have ended that game. They Unfortunately, their receivers are not good, and Daniel Jones is playing well. He's putting the ball where it's supposed to be. They're dropping balls on him, but still, the Vikings are 12 and three, and the Giants went in there on a big day and played great. I feel good about them. Again, I don't think they're going to make a lot of noise in the playoffs, but I think they're good, and we got to find. Gronk should go there, by the way, but we got to find some people who can catch the ball next year.
2: You know, I don't know if you wear receiver gloves when you play pickleball, but maybe the Chicago Slice can send Richie James a care package because obviously he needs to switch out the gloves he currently wears for (laughs) some that are a little more adhesive.
5: Look at, I just, I'm sorry, Doug, because, you know, for the people watching, before you answer that question, Doug was so happy when we brought up the Chicago and now they're just like, the, he's so, he's so pumped out when you bring up receiver. Because I said Richie oh,
2: James, man. and he's a Giants fan. Really. You know what,
4: I, I'm not even bummed, because like I said, they're so far ahead of what I ever expected this year. But I really, that game was the first one I got invested in. Like, maybe this is going to be the Super Bowl magical run. They just look like they can do it whenever they want. Saquon is so good. Um, But you know what, I, I, Sean, you played in the NFL. I don't understand how there can not be a hundred people on the planet earth that can catch a simple ball or even, and, and I know I don't, I don't want to talk bad about Tua because God forbid he's got some head stuff, but we talked about it a couple of weeks ago that he was throwing balls that just seemed ridiculous. And it's gone on now for three or four weeks. He's got another concussion and it's terrible. And it's just, it's, it's hard to imagine when a professional quarterback
2: can't just make simple passes, but um, there's a bunch of them that can't. You know, it's fascinating that when you look at a roster that only has 53 people on it, you think all of them are there because of their affinity and pro- prolificness in the game of football, but we just saw Nick Foles go out there last night, and there is no reason after watching that game Nick Foles should be on the Indianapolis Colts. Having said that, Denver Broncos have been a team you've faded from day one. Become, <laughs> become independently wealthy in one simple gambling process, which is fade the Broncos. They just fired hack it. Hackett. Uh, seeing Jeff Saturday got hired with no coaching experience, so is Doug Elling going to throw his name in the hat? <laughs> you know what? It's going to be interesting whether Peyton wants that
4: job. You know, I've never seen anything like this. And again, Sean, I hate to talk like I know anything. You've been on an NFL roster and been very successful. You know what goes on. Can a coach destroy a quarterback like this? And, and Russell, he was falling apart last year, and I said it before this happened. But there's something about him because he was so incredible for so long that you still keep going, oh, Okay, so now they're going to bring in Sean Payton and Russell's going to be an MVP candidate next year. But I've never seen a a quarterback look this bad. That was once so good. It is crazy. So what is it? I don't have the answer, but it's got to be mental too. And that's one of the things I was thinking about with drop balls. You know, we all say, oh, how can you not catch that? But when you take a couple of hits from the guys that you've taken hits from, maybe some people can't hack it. I, I couldn't hack it, by the way. I would not, you know... Uh, In pickleball, I don't get hit like that. So I don't know how how they do it, but I'm stunned by the Broncos. As bad as they've looked, this is on a whole other planet. And Baker may be back also, which is good to see.
2: I'm calling it now. Matthew Stafford's going to walk away from the game of football. Baker Mayfield will be the quarterback of the Los Angeles Rams moving forward. The Denver situation, Doug, this is a gift and a curse for Russell. It's a gift because he's going to get the entire offseason to – fix and right a wrong, which was the 2022 season. But it's also going to be a curse because the amount of pressure on him to play at prime Russell Wilson level next year is going to be immense because I think his Hall of Fame induction is on the line next year, either in a good way or a bad way.
4: Would they really take it away? Because he could have retired last year and been in. But I think you're right. I've never seen a Hall of Fame player look like this and look even Peyton when they won the Super Bowl Peyton looked like he couldn't really throw the ball five yards but he still found ways to win and you expect a veteran um, to find ways to win and not embarrass the team the city and you know and and this pick is going to be what top five now maybe even higher I mean so you know maybe even one or two so it's it's pretty unbelievable
5: we're chatting with our good friend Doug Allen creator producer of entourage most notably though part owner of the Chicago Slice. Pickleball. Uh before we let you run you mentioned Tua um you know h- how's E how's Kevin Conley doing right now? Uh big Dolphins guy. I'm sure he was uh you know walking around with his chest
4: puffed out when it was 8 and 3. Now 8 and 7 might not make the playoffs. You know what? He's definitely freaking out. He left for Medellin, Colombia uh Christmas, so I haven't <laughs> spoken to him. But you know he was just, and it's a shame the Giants didn't win. But he was going off on the Giants at the Giants of this one note team. Give it to Saquon every game, and and I would have liked to see them win that. But but you know I, I feel bad because I do think something is is wrong with Tua, and I hope I hope he's okay because you never want to see anyone. You don't want to see people's careers derailed by injuries.
2: Hey, send Kevin our best. Tell him anytime it starts snowing in Miami, his humidity.
4: Did you just <laughs> say Kevin an ankle
2: doesn't hold
5: underwater. on? Did you just say that he went to Medellin? Yeah. I mean, we we already saw that. We don't need to see that again, right? Yep. He was there. Medellin. Medellin. <laughs> Doug, we appreciate Happy it. Happy New Year. Merry Christmas. Happy uh, New Year Happy to you New and Year, yours. Happy New Year, guys. Merry Christmas. See there ya. he is. Doug Ellen, the part owner of the Chicago Slice. Also, Entourage fame, too.
4: V-CIN Prime Time with Tim Murray and Sean King on VCN, the Sports Betting
5: Network. It's time to download Nevada's premier sports betting app, BetMGM Sports. BetMGM has all your favorite wagering options along with in-game betting, boosted odds specials, and much more. Download the BetMGM app today. And stop by any MGM casino on the Strip with your state-issued ID to open an account and start placing sports bets from anywhere in Nevada. Whatever your sport, whatever your betting style, you're going to love. BetMGM's state-of-the-art technology and fan-friendly specials every day of the week. Visit BetMGM for terms and conditions. Must be 21 or older and physically located in Nevada. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem call 1-800-522-4700. Just a little December 27th sweat going on. That's Sean King. I'm Tim Murray.
2: (laughs) All I can think about, Holton Ayers just ran. I was like, this is what Tim would look like if he played football. Like kind of tall, stiff, you know, kind of like in your mind, you're making people miss, but like in reality, it doesn't look like that. Like, But but it's productive. It's a 15-yard run.
5: Holton Ayers and I should never be in the same sentence. No, but I feel like that's how you would look. By the way, what I have to deal with—he calls me a bad person. No, I was giving his, you a compliment. His minions listen to him. I was giving you a compliment. I give out winners. You know, he tells you that Missouri is going to beat Wake Forest. You know, all these things, and I just—I just sit here and I take it, and that's what I have to do. He calls himself the man of the people. He's out there hanging out with Flavor Flav, Flavor you know, Flav, in his you know guard gated community.
2: <laughs> hey man, can we get back to? So that? I'm just no, no. You can't just. Handout. We got to get us. We got to get us some Chicago, Chicago slice. We do paraphernalia. If you uh, guys are just tuning in, our, our good friend Doug Ellen, oh lord, uh, writer, producer, creator of Entourage, has purchased a pickleball team called the Chicago Slice. So we're trying to get some T-shirts, some hats, so we can represent. He needs. Uh, he needs some better. Uh, hey, how about these people involved?
5: So the owner of the Cubs, Tom Ricketts. David Justice, he mentioned. Chris Everett. Right. Heidi Klum is a part investor on the team. He needs to get involved. He's not in mentioned uh, right up here. Who's Heidi Klum married to? Uh, she was married to Seal. Oh, okay. I don't know if she's – she's not married to him anymore. I don't know who she's married to nowadays. She's God. a model, right? Correct. Yeah. Um, third and goal from the 11-yard line. Aylers back to pass. Touchdown. There we go. Um, this is, though, of, of significance – uh, Grayson McCall has headed to the locker room. Uh, I believe when he scored the Coastal Carolina last touchdown, yeah. he got flipped and landed on his head. So
2: see, this is when his dad needs to go to the locker room and you know, shut him down. Get ready for next year. Maybe. Yeah, he already showcased his ability tonight. Everybody sees how good he is. <laughs> you know, you don't want to risk. I
4: think you want.
5: Yeah, you I, 100%. To to... <laughs> Let
2: us go ahead and get this ECU ticket cashed. you know?
5: Well, I, I hope that he's all right. Oh, absolutely. I hope he's all right. But he is headed
2: to the locker room. and Remember East Carolina, Colt, Ma- Ma- Colt McCoy's dad pulled him out of the uh, national, national Championship, title game yeah. against Alabama? Was that what happened? Of course that's what happened. What do you mean is that what happened?
5: I don't, re- I don't remember his dad. I remember him being out, yeah. and uh, they did not. Uh, they did not... Hey, worked out. Colt McCoy, somehow, someway, still in the NFL, Sean.
2: Amazing. Still in the NFL. How is Nick Foles getting paid? But this is, I get frustrated sometimes. I really do. He was bad last night. I mean, he was really bad.
5: All right. Uh, Producer Britton has uh, put together. It's never
2: good when you start with Producer Britton. Some
5: hypotheticals for us. So it's the, uh, as Kevin's mom in, uh, Mrs. McAllister, at *Home Alone*, said, "It's the season of perpetual hope." When she was sitting at the airport in Scranton, Pennsylvania, when John Candy came up to her and said, "Hey, why don't you come hang out with the Kenosha Kickers?" If you were handed a thousand dollars—let's make it thousand dollars, or a hundred dollars, or a dollar—let's go through some hypotheticals. Mm-hmm. What would you, what would you rather do? Put that cash on the Chiefs to win the Super Bowl, plus okay. four fifty. Odds currently at BetMGM, or the Eagles to win the Super Bowl,
2: plus 450? Eagles. Easier path. Interesting. Chiefs have. Think about what the Chiefs could potentially have to do. Um, they go to Buffalo. Let me pull this up right well, quick. Hold on. Let me just pull it up. So, right now, Buffalo has a number one seed. Correct. They play the Bengals. So, now. the Chiefs get Tyreek Hill. Jalen Waddle and company potentially in the first round. That could go any kind of way. Then mm. the second round, you this could way. end up with Justin Herbert or Lamar Jackson or Joe Burrow. True. And you do you get through all of that gauntlet, and then you get Josh Allen. So just from a quarterback adversarial aspect, you got to go Chiefs. Eagles much you go much. Eagles you mean? I mean, yeah, you got to go Eagles. Right. The Chiefs much more difficult path especially with the way their defense has not been looking great. I mean, because if you're Philly and Jalen Hurts is healthy, I mean, Kirk Cousins, Brock Purdy, you know, Tom Brady at 45, Dak Prescott, Daniel Jones. I didn't mention Carson Wentz because you don't really want to face Carson in the playoffs, but those other guys? Yeah, it's never been. I mean, it's not even close.
5: (laughs) We can get you a Carson Wentz jersey.
2: You should. I'm just saying. It
5: would be nice kindling for
2: what. Whoever comes out of the AFC is going to have earned it. Like, really I agree. earned it. But whoever
5: comes out will be the favorite to win the Super Bowl.
2: Maybe. Unless it's Philly. Unless it's against Philly. I would say the Chiefs would be a favorite over. You think so? Yeah. I'd be fascinated to know that. Can we find it out? Is there any way to. Yeah, you can text. To find it an out? odds maker T- right text, now. Uh, text Chris Andrews or Jeff Benson sure. or Colucci or Jick Jack Johnson.
6: That's there, when you name would,
2: drop. When you got a big time show, uh, and you have all these uh, operators of, of sports books around the country, you just drop names.
5: All right, you got uh, you got that cash. Okay. What would you rather, Ravens to win the AFC North, or the Titans to win the AFC South? I think this is easy. Titans. <laughs> Titans.
2: With Malik Willis. Yeah, but I don't have to beat Joe Burrow. I've I mean, already done it. Nah. You're Since crazy. Since he's a game up. So it doesn't matter. Has, yeah, since he has to lose for them to win no, the they AFC don't. North. You're wrong. Okay. Since he plays. No, yeah, they play he, each other right. week
5: 18. So you have to beat the Bengals. The Titans are a disaster right now.
2: Yeah, but I'm just saying, I mean, have you watched the Bengals play lately?
5: I have watched the Ravens play without Lamar Jackson, and they're holding up. Yeah. Lamar Jackson comes up. Answer this question. hmm
2: Did the Ravens beat the Bengals already? So... Ultimately, this is is what you're banking on. Didn't answer my question. Would I rather, in the last game of the season, have to beat Joe Burrow or Trevor Lawrence? I'm saying I'm taking the Titans because the Titans end the year with Jacksonville, which if they both win this week, will be for AFC North title. Whereas the Ravens and the Bengals, if they win, the Ravens have to beat. The Bengals. But the
5: Ravens are more capable, especially with Lamar Jackson likely returning, to beat the Bengals. They've done it already this year. Yeah, but the
2: Bengals weren't whole. I, I get it. By the way, the Bengals had a huge and the, injury. Lyle the, Collins out towards ACL and MCL. That's a big loss. Sean, the Titans
5: are a shell of themselves. Well, right I'm not. Saying this. If Malik Willis. Oh, he's terrible. Yeah, too. exactly.
2: That's what I'm saying. Did I not say that, though, before the draft?
5: Uh, but that's why I'm saying I would
2: much rather put money on. By the way, Grayson McCall money is on. out of the game right now. Yeah, I know. I, I told that to the people like five minutes ago. Um, yeah, but you said he walked to the sideline. We didn't see. I said he walked to the locker room. Would yeah, he magically we d- return? We didn't see if he came back or not. Maybe he had to use the bathroom. Like Lamar Jackson? Yeah, you never know. Q tips in the morning every
5: once in a while just to clean up. Let's
2: finish this up right. before I get upset with you. Well, you already threw your. What's the next one? Jet. Come on.
5: Let's go. Uh, let's go. Week 17. Would you rather take the Bears plus six at the Lions or Raiders plus six Bears, at home against Bears the 49ers? Bears
2: plus six. Agree. Niners, I mean, they don't look like you can stay within a touchdown in them the way they're playing right now. So I go Bears. And just hope I get like a 38 35 Lions win kind of kind of game. There we go. Let's
5: punt the ball away. Thank mm-hmm. you very much. Uh I agree. I would much rather if forced to take a play. I would I think the Bears, I know their record doesn't show it, but at least offensively, I let me ask you this real quickly before we get to the final one. Are you uh do
2: you see promise with Justin Fields right now? Absolutely. And he's playing with what and who. I, I agree. Yeah, I see a lot of it.
5: All right, final one. If you were gifted on this Christmas holiday, a $100 bill, would you rather put that $100 bill on Michigan to win the CFP or Ohio State to win the CFP?
2: Well, I, I go Michigan because there's a, a chance, no matter how small it is, that Michigan doesn't have to play Georgia. There's absolutely no avoiding Georgia for Ohio State. And by that I mean Georgia could slip up some kind of way. Maybe Stetson Bennett goes down, or you know he turns the ball over, and Michigan doesn't even have to play Georgia. Whereas Ohio State, they got they open with them, so I'm going Michigan on this one. I agree. Um, You're supposed to agree with me because I'm always right.
5: Aren't you in last place in our bull pick right No, now? I don't like ugly. I'm just okay. going to remind you. Don't You have no hair. How can you call anyone ugly?
7: This is v Primetime with Tim Murray and
4: Sean King on v the sports betting network.
5: Become a VSIN Pro subscriber for only $79 and get access to everything we do now through the Big Dance. Sign up today and you'll also receive $20 to buy VSIN sports betting hats, shirts, mugs, and other great gear at our online store. Only VSIN Pro subscribers get access to our daily daily recap of top plays made by VSIN show hosts and guests, betting splits, and betting reports. This is a limited time offer though, so sign up now and get VSIN Pro access. Through the end of March Madness. VCN.com slash subscribe. Alongside Sean King, I am Tim Murray. Keaton Mitchell into the end zone for six. 23-14 East Carolina. Extra point is snap it. There it is. Kick up. Good. 24 to 14. 144 to go. Once again, the big news in this one. Grayson McCall, not on the field currently as he left the game. My assumption is for to be evaluated for a concussion after scoring a touchdown and landing on his neck area. Yeah, it's
2: no need for him to come back. I mean none. Well we will uh, we will see he was not one bit. because I bet ECU made the points and two because okay, he played he showed up. I mean he gets credit for it. it gets checked off. It's being you know wired with the old school frequency. Now, you know, protect yourself and get ready for next year to go out and hopefully play yourself into a high draft pick. Speaking of old school,
5: our guy Dan Leach joins us right now at Dan Leach 971 I'm surprised, Dan, right now you're sitting there in your lair. We've seen you in that spot before. I'll be honest, man. I'm surprised you're not boots on the ground like two weeks in advance down there in Glendale to get people ready for the Fiesta Bowl. Shirt off, your big... You know, Michigan chain there. When, when are you? When are you headed? Because I don't know. It's not if. It's when are you headed to the festival
7: Couple days. Couple <laughs> days. Listen. Exactly. I did the whole. I did the 10-day trip last. By the way, I was told I was going to get a four-pack of Vison family mugs. For coming out is that true because uh, i really want those for the holidays we're, we're working on
5: it yeah we're working on it with uh but with, you uh, know, I, I did
7: the 10 i did the 10 day trip last year at the orange Bowl. obviously the game didn't go on, well, but it was an unbelievable experience first time obviously michigan was in the playoffs, so i'll be there but i is it is it bad form because i don't think it is that i've already booked my flight oh. rental car etc to los angeles and have three tickets that are for sale for a reasonable price but is it bad form <laughs> That I, I mean, listen, TCU and Max Duggan, they're, they're there for a reason. I know everyone lost on Championship Saturday, but I feel pretty darn confident the Wolverines learned their lesson against Georgia last year. They're a seven and a half point favorite for a reason, could be even more. And I feel pretty good about what's
2: going to happen on Saturday. Yeah, your team has done nothing to make you not be confident in them fully. So, I mean, go with what you see. It'd be different if it was they were escaping away late in games, like they were playing bad, right? And, you know, getting good bounces. They've really been probably. Even more so than Georgia, because Georgia was down to Missouri in the fourth quarter. They were life and death for Kentucky. Michigan's probably been the most consistent. Kick the game winning field goal
5: against Illinois, Sean.
2: Yeah, Illinois is good.
7: Jake Moody blues. You can't get get away from that guy. But I'll I'll tell you this, Sean, you're right. And by the way, it's great to see you two. Two of my all time favorite peeps. Happy holidays. Thank you. I'll just say this about Michigan, and obviously the core, Blake corn being hurt, you know, is not the greatest thing. But when you got Donovan Edwards running for 500 yards against Ohio State, I feel pretty good about that. And the difference to me is JJ McCarthy. And I remember watching, you know, being at the Penn State game at Michigan Stadium, and, and obviously Penn State ended up not being maybe as good as some thought they could be, but they were a very good team. They were a top 15 type team, and at times maybe looked like a top 10 team. When he was behind the line of scrimmage, when he was either under center or in the shotgun, that was the first time I saw J.J. McCarthy just orchestrate the offense with unbelievable confidence. He Obviously, it was always his team because he taking over Cade McNamara, but he it was his team. It was his offense, and from that point on, Not that he was ever really a liability, but he played anybody? No, Hawaii, Connecticut, etc. I get that. But that was the first time that I had true confidence that J.J. could be the difference. And obviously, Donovan Edwards was a big part of it, too. But against Ohio State, J.J. McCarthy was one of the biggest reasons Michigan won. And that's why I feel confident against TCU and confident the Wolverines could win the whole thing. For the first time since I was at the Rose Bowl in 1998, that fateful day in January It's. Ryan Leaf in Washington
2: State when I was the OC at IMG JJ was actually my quarterback and he has the confidence and the skill set to win a game against an opponent that actually out athletes you guys I felt last year if you go back and rewatch Michigan Georgia go look at how different the Michigan offense was in that fourth quarter when JJ was there and so I do think it gives you a huge advantage.
7: Yeah, I'll I'll tell you this. uh, I remember watching that. I was right in the end zone for that game at the Orange Bowl, and obviously Cade got you there. You're happy about what he did. You give him respect. It wasn't his fault that JJ's just a better athlete, but you're right. When he came in in the fourth quarter, even though that game was terrible, you could see the difference between the, just the, I don't want to say the guys were playing hard for Cade. Of course they were, but you just saw the difference between the excitement level, and, and I think that he is capable against anybody, whether it's TCU, Georgia, and Ohio State with Michigan's talent on defense, obviously, on both sides of the ball, and Jake Moody, uh, that if they don't get off to a bad start, they can beat anybody.
5: Yeah, and an interesting thing, we're chatting with our good friend Dan Leach. You can follow him on Twitter, at DanLeach971 there. Real good follow. I'm very humbled by that. I would, I, I agree. I agree. Um, so I always, you know, Chris Andrews said it, and I've, I've stolen it. The line can always sometimes tell you the story, right? And the sure. fact that this is sitting here at seven and a half tantalizing people well you know tcu only loses by a touchdown i still win my bet now they've been bet against you know all year They're one of the best cover teams in the country the reason and i have a place to bet on this game but the reason i would lean towards your wolverines here is you know we've seen it we saw it last year in the cincinnati alabama game alabama just said you know what we're just going to roll up our sleeves, and we're just going to, you know, make you almost beg for submission of the right. offensive line, and that's what Michigan has, right? Their offensive line, Dan. They won the Joe Moore Award last year. They won yep. it again this year. Is this year's line better than last year's line for
7: Michigan? It's, it's Tim. It's crazy because last year's line was unbelievable, and coming into the season, that's where you know Michigan fans knew that that was going to be a big factor to be able to block for Corbin, block for Edwards, and others. This year, it is better. Not only is it better. But I just feel like, the, and once again, all due respect to Cade McNamara, you know, you can't blame Trent Dill for avoiding a Super Bowl. He got him there. But J.J. McCarthy is just a more talented kid. And there's just something about the way he runs that offense, like I mentioned, kind of going back to the Penn State game, and then as he got better throughout the season, that that line and him are so in sync. And obviously, you know, a lot of it goes to coaching as well. And Harbaugh's put a great staff together. When you look at what they were, obviously, you know, when they weren't uh, a couple years ago under Gaddis, is what they are now. That offensive line is not only better, but that to me is the reason that I think Michigan is not just has, has a, a decent chance, but a really good chance to win the whole thing, because no matter who they play, whether it's TCU, Ohio State again, Georgia, who obviously dominated with the line last year, those guys were so much bigger than Michigan, they can control the line of scrimmage. You can control the line of scrimmage, you control the game, and I don't care if it's quorum who's hurt, and Edwards is in there, or quorum's healthy, etc., you find a way to have an offensive line that that's good, that's that, that is that good, you can hang with anybody.
5: All right, Dan. Let's uh, let's sneak in. You go from as 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 excited as you are to maybe bringing you down a little bit here. I don't know. <laughs> uh, I don't know if that's even humanly possible, though. As we go. talk to Dan, they still Leach. got hope. Do all right. Let's just go there. Yeah. Do the Lions make the playoffs? Simple as that.
7: Let me just tell you this. I took Dan Campbell coach of the year two hundred to one about a month ago. And within three hours, the line went to 30 to one. Then it was 12 to one. Then it was two to one. Now it's back to 20 to (laughs) one.
6: It's it's one of
7: these things where, and and I got to be full disclosure, I'm a huge Lions fan. I always have been. But I I, I have to be fair about the Lions. Before the season, I said, listen, seven, eight wins is a ceiling. We got to find out if Dan Campbell's the right guy. They've got to improve in game momentum. And then year three is where you contend for a playoff, try to win the division. Are we ahead of schedule here in Detroit? Maybe, but I never thought they were a playoff team. Are they going to make the playoffs? I hate to say it. I hope I'm wrong. No, and I won't. It won't kill me if they don't. Obviously, I'm never going to root against the playoffs. But the way this team, for six to seven weeks, and obviously now six of eight weeks, after the, that was like the worst run defense since maybe the Vietnam War that I've seen. And it's just one of these things that I just I think the Lions fans have to temper expectations. This was a team that had three wins and a tie last year. They come out of this Matt Patricia, Garbanzo Bean era. Jared Goff starts looking like Brett Favre. I mean, I'm kidding. But still, he's obviously gotten much better. You know, you look at James Houston, a six-round pick. Brad Sherlock Holmes, the GM, obviously drafting well. The defense is playing great. You know, you don't have the, necessarily the deepest wide receiver. Career. you got young guys. But whether it's DJ Shark or now Jameson Williams, who's, uh, um, who's healthy, and, and others, obviously, you trade a away. And yet the offense is still unbelievable. So there's a lot of positives to look at this year, but the Lions fans were like, oh, this team's going to the playoffs. They're going to go to the, NF- you're going to the NFC title game. Back away on that. As much as I love the Lions, that was crazy talk. I think that so far, even though I think they're going to miss the playoffs, this has been a successful season. And then next year, you kind of move the momentum forward, have a real chance to contend for the division with Rodgers and the Packers on the decline. Obviously, we'll see what Minnesota and Fields and the Bears do. But I've been impressed with what they've done. And I think Dan Campbell and his staff are a big reason. And that's the big question for me, You know, as far as the Lions moving forward this year. That was the big question for me.
2: This was the perfect scenario for the organization big picture. one games to create confidence, build momentum and, and, and uh, a twist of irony, the Rams stink yep. so you're getting the yep. seventh pick probably going to get the fifth because the Rams have to go to the Chargers and the Seahawks for their last two games it, this worked out perfectly so they get to add a piece an elite top five piece and they made the playoffs you're probably going to lose your OC though yeah, he's unbelievable, Ben Johnson. <laughs> Dan, you're the man.
5: Great Enjoy stuff, man. Glendale and uh, hopefully L.A. as well. We'll talk to you soon. Love you guys. Always a pleasure. There he is. Dan Leach, ladies and gentlemen. We wrap things up. I like Dan. Next. He's the best. Yeah.
4: King on v the Sports Betting
5: Network. Basketball fans can turn a loss into a win with the King of Sportsbooks. Just place a single first basket score or prop bet on any NBA game. If your bet loses, you'll receive up to $25 back in free bets. Wager confidently and take your game to the next level with BetMGM, an authorized gaming partner of the NBA. Just log into your account. Or download the BetMGM app and sign up today. Then, wager on any player to score the first basket in any NBA game. If your bet misses, you'll get up to $25 back in free bets. Turn game time into show time with BetMGM. Visit BetMGM.com for terms and conditions. 21 years of age or a little older to wager. New and existing customer offer. All promotions are subject to qualification and eligibility requirements. Rewards issued as non-withdrawable free bets or site credit. Free bets expire seven days from issuance. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call. 1-800-GAMBLER, promotional offer not available in Mississippi, Nevada, and New York. Alongside Sean King, I am Tim Murray. Sean's moving my, moving the read, moving the goalposts on me here.
2: Just checking your vision out.
5: 2020, baby. No contacts up here. 2020. I like it. Nailed it. See, once again, this guy have to deal with him every day. See, people think, you know, you you work with divas at work. Try working with a former NFL quarterback, a guy who won Liberty Bowl MVP. He's been talking about that nonstop. I don't know what he's tweeting right now.
2: No, I want to see something because I feel like I'm getting goalied in this Bruins Senators game. <laughs> Jeez. nah, not as bad as I thought. I was pulling up the shots on goal. It feels like the Bruins like, should be 3-1 to one in shots on goal.
5: You know, the audacity of some of our crew, you know, walking in, rocking – Rangers gear when they're playing my caps, you know what? Hey, man, you yeah. go, you go, you and your Rangers who haven't won since 1994. I think that's Sean, right? Isn't that Sean
2: with the Rangers jersey on, walking in peacocking, yeah. looking yeah. like you know he's representing a quality hockey team. i just down 3 say- 0, a minor setback for a major comeback. It's still one end of the first period.
5: One franchise hoisted a Stanley Cup in the past. Four years and one hasn't done it in three decades. Probably, I don't know how. Sean has never been a lot. He's there's no chance he was born in 1994. Well, so he's never seen a. I'm a Lightning fan, and I'm we, not saying this yeah. about you. Yeah, yeah I'm we've not won, won. I you. think
2: four since 2004. Yeah, yeah, we're we're pretty good. I didn't bring up anything yeah. about the Lightning. Yeah, we won two out of the last three. By the way, I as just for put a, raise? Uh, I just put a Lightning to win the uh, Stanley Cup in. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Feeling good about that, Puncture Thomas? Not really. Just want to have it just in case.
5: <laughs> <laughs> I gotta check something real quick. We're gonna get to the bowl games tomorrow. Um, this game just went final. My, mm. here we go. Oh, they covered. All right. I was thinking about. So, what did Kenny say? Anytime Notre Dame is a double, double
2: up two at the half versus. It
5: was 21-19. Yeah,
2: and what was the final? 59-43.
5: Okay. So they did cover. Way to go, Notre Dame. Yeah. Woo. Awesome.
2: I saw that. I hadn't looked at the score again, so I didn't want to bring it up. <laughs>
5: I don't... Notre Dame basketball is uh, quite the disappointment this year. But halftime at the Birmingham Bowl, 24-14. It, East Carolina leading Coastal Carolina. ECU closed as a seven-point favorite. We will see if Grayson McCall plays. He left the game up 14 to 10, was taken to the locker room, and uh, we will see if Grayson McCall returns. Tonight, still to come, Wisconsin, a four and a half point favorite, Sean, mm-hmm. against Oklahoma State, a total of 44 and a half. We talked to Stormy real quickly. Stormy Bonatoni, she'll be on the sideline, doing a great job as always there for ESPN. Times I gave it seven. Uh 7:15 Pacific, 10:15 Eastern. Braylon Allen, healthy should be good to go. The interesting factor is that Luke Fickle will be on the sideline with a headset. Mm. How much he'll be doing will be the TBD. I if it, like I agree Brad was on the show earlier, Brad Powers, um if anything I'd play the under. I have nothing on this game. I think Wisconsin wins. I think I picked them in our bowl pick 'em here, but uh I got nothing. Anything? Um uh. I didn't touch it. Whatever, whatever you have, I'm you're, probably going you're brimming to, with confidence. I'm, I'm going
2: to in-game play this contest. But there's some things that I can't see until the game starts, if that makes sense. Okay.
5: Yeah, I think this would be an in-game type of game, just because you'll see how.
2: And I'm really looking at it more from a total standpoint, because I'll see on the first offensive drive by both teams how they're approaching this game. Is this going to be play it close to the vest, just let's get out of here and not get anybody hurt? Or is this going to be, hey, man, let's yell YOLO. I mean, with are running reverses and double passes. So I'll get, a, I'll be able to feel that temperature once I see both offenses, and then I'll get involved in game. I gonna even text you what I'm going to do. Tomorrow,
5: good, I'll go the other way. Tomorrow, uh, military bowl, we've got Duke and Central Florida. Uh, I've talked about Duke for like two weeks. I like Duke a lot. I wouldn't play them at three and a half. Just that it feels like we're getting a little run away here. But Duke is excited to be playing in this bowl game. And it feels to me, Sean, like UCF is ready to join the Big 12. Mm-hmm. They were a game away from going to the Cotton Bowl. And now they're in the Military Bowl. And the line is telling you that. And if everyone were playing, they'd be near a touchdown favorite. Except Mikey Keene, their backup quarterback's already at Fresno State. They've got big-time transfers, leading wide receiver Ryan O'Keefe hit the transfer portal, best linebacker, Jeremiah Jean-Baptiste, transfer portal, Devontae Brown, transfer portal. None of them are playing. Whispers per Brad Powers, Plumlee may not be playing or he's going to be severely hampered. Duke's fired up to be there, man. They've been in Washington, D.C. area since December 23rd. They were at winless last year in the ACC. Go Blue Devils
2: tomorrow. I'm with you there. All right. I actually put them in a teaser. So for a four-leg teaser, uh, I tease ECU, who's playing now down to one. I tease Duke to plus three in the game you like tomorrow. I tease Kansas to plus eight and a half, and Oregon down to six and a half. And I I did a four-team teaser. Not generally a huge teaser guy when it comes to college football, but because of the volatility this bowl season, all the ops, ins, outs, I feel like there is some value in potentially teasing some of these games where you like one side a lot and maybe even get a better situation through the teaser?
5: Well, I mentioned earlier in the show that I did play an East Carolina-Duke money line parlay and just a way to get Duke at a better price on the money line. I got that for plus money. I felt confident about East Carolina. Grayson McCall is now out, or it seems. The second half line, by the way, has moved from four to seven in favor of East Carolina here.
2: Let's just hope the second half line is right. All
5: right. Uh, we got the Liberty Bowl, bowl that you have won before, Sean. We've got Arkansas taken on Kansas. For Arkansas, we know that K.J. Jefferson is in. Who is out? Leading wide receiver, Jaden Hazelwood. 59 catches, 702 yards, seven touchdowns. He is gone in the portal. Uh, we will also see a couple of offensive linemen out. I believe they're center is out defensively. Drew Sanders, bumper pool, out. Miles Slusher, I believe he quit the team. He hit the transfer portal. So a whole lot of pieces missing for Arkansas. For Kansas, they're ready to go, man. First bowl game since 2008. There'll be plenty of Rock Chalk Jayhawk fans there. I'd say if you can get a three, take the three. Uh, That's what I did. Kansas plus the three. Yes, at one point you could have got north of three. I took the three. You could still find threes out there. Go, Kansas.
2: I'm with you there. I'll probably get involved in this game some kind of way with Kansas' money line. Yeah, I could see that. Because I have them in the teaser, so so I think that's the way I'm going to lean. Because uh, I I feel like Kansas is going to win because Arkansas, even though Sam Pittman will have them fired up to play at the very beginning of this game, I think their opt-outs make them extremely thin because they already lacked depth. When you look at what they graduated on defense last year coming into this season, and then you look at their top guys that they did have back now opting out. I think Kansas eventually overwhelms Arkansas in this particular situation, an undermanned Arkansas team. So I think I'm gonna take Kansas money line.
5: A lot of uh, I see very few threes. DraftKings still has a juice three out there if you want to roll with Kansas plus
2: the points, but uh, don't disagree with the money line. I've got I might a, even do like an alternate spread. Take make Kansas the favorite, really see if I can win or a winner chicken dinner.
5: North Carolina, Oregon tomorrow night, Sean, the Holiday Bowl. This number was north of 15 at one point, down to 13, 13 and a half. I don't have a play on this one. Uh, Oregon, Bo Nix announced he's coming back. We know that a lot of pieces are out for North Carolina. Josh Downs, Storm Duck, their offensive coordinator is gone. Phil Longo, he's headed to Wisconsin. But that's a lot of points. Drake
2: Mays playing. I could see a scenario where North Carolina gets shut out here. I really could. Shut out. Yeah, Dan Lanning coming off. Listen, Dan Lanning is implementing the exact same plan that Kirby Smart implemented at Georgia. Oregon will be fired up and ready to play a North Carolina team that's without their best weapons, even though they have their outstanding quarterback, Drake May. I think they're going to struggle to move the ball offensively. I'm just telling you, I wouldn't be surprised. This game is 30-0 to in the fourth. <laughs>
5: All right, final thought. Texas Tech and Ole Miss tomorrow in the Texas Bowl.
2: Yeah, you know about as much as I do about this one, which is nothing. So I'm just probably not going to play this game. I got a couple of friends that are coaches for Ole Miss, so I'll pull for Ole Miss to get it done.
5: I think Ole Miss is overrated. Texas Tech plus the three and a half. I like the Red Raiders here. Joey McGuire wraps up year one with a All eligible. That's Sean King. I'm Tim Murray. Let's finish it out, East Carolina. Bring her home. It is V SIM primetime.